Hi, this podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. Lee and I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this place and also the custodians of the place where you're listening, wherever you are. We are on a break at the moment and if you're missing us, well, luckily for you, we've been mining the archives to bring you some of our greatest hits or, you know, just, I don't know if that's a bit generous, but (laughs) anyway, some old stuff. Um, I hope you enjoy it. It had a lot of the stuff that I like that Phil Jackson talked about in the oh, Jordan doco. <laughs> your, your, your basketball phase. Back to my basketball. But didn't you at some point buy like about 100 Phil Jackson books and, and a few sort of wooden carvings? <laughs> Some Native American comics. No, I didn't. But I did. Phil Jackson read... was the long-term Chicago Bulls coach, with whom um, Lee Sales became briefly. I'm just in, inserting read... a sleeve note here, uh, with whom you became um, really quite alarmingly uh, <laughs> obsessed after watching the doco. Um, I have actually, funnily enough, written about Phil Jackson in one of the essays for our Chat Turn book. So that's how much into mm-hmm. Phil Jackson I was. Anyway, he had this theory um, in his book, which, again, I think I've talked about in the pod, about the broken cup theory, which is yeah. if you have a particular teacup that you love and you think, oh, it's going to be so sad the day that breaks, it's already broken, it's already done. Think of it as broken. It's You've lost it already and then you live your life accordingly and yeah. then you appreciate things more because they're there. Anyway, um, Steve Bidoff's a bit of a believer in that as well. And there was this poem in, in the book that... He didn't write it. Somebody else wrote it. And I've in the photo I've taken off, cut off the title and the name of your. Okay, good. <laughs> My apologies, bro. <laughs> My apologies to William Wordsworth. <laughs> My apologies to Pam Ayres. <laughs> oh, we should have looked Pam after the teeth. <laughs> you are such an idiot. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, okay, this is actually a really serious poem. I feel like the <laughs> mood's quite wrong. <laughs> You're the one who Pam airs it, mate. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I mean, you can't, can't turn it around from that. It's just impossible. <laughs> I'm just going to, do you know what I think I'm going to do? Is I think I'm just going to get up Pam airs and read that aloud instead. Because <laughs> Okay, here you go. This is entitled, Oh, I Wish I'd Looked After Me Teeth. Are you going with it? I can't believe it. (laughs) I feel like I have to now because anyone listening isn't going to know why you're laughing so hard. I wish I'd looked after me teeth and spotted the dangers beneath. All the toffees I chewed and the sweet sticky food. Oh, I wish I'd looked after me teeth. I wish I'd been that much more willing when I'd had more tooth there than filling to give up gobstoppers from respect to me choppers and to buy something else with me shilling. When I think of the lollies I licked, the licorice all sorts I picked, the sherbet daubs big and little, all that hard peanut brittle, me conscience gets horribly pricked. My mother, she told me no end. If you've got a tooth, you've got a friend. I was young then and careless. My toothbrush was hairless. I never had much time to spend. Oh, I showed them the toothpaste all right. I flashed it about late at night. But up and down brushing and poking and fussing, well, it didn't seem worth the time. I could bite. If I'd known I was paving the way to cavities, caps and decay, to the murder of fillings, injections and drillings, I'd have thrown all me sherbet away. So I lie in the old dentist's chair and I gaze up his nose in despair and his drill at doom wine in these molars of mine to amalgam, he'll say, for in there. Oh, how I laughed at my mother's false teeth as they foamed in the waters beneath. But now comes the reckoning. It's for me they're beckoning. 
Oh, I wish I'd looked after me teeth. <laughs> you really are a very, I would say, like a small C Catholic consumer of culture, aren't you? Mum used to have a couple of editions of Pam Airs. Oh, yeah. I've, I think I've read every Pam, Pam yeah. Airs there is. I don't know where they... They were just there. I don't know where they arrived they were, it's from. They a staple of the 70s household yeah. along with recipes that involve can of cream of mushroom soup. Exactly. And, um, you know, what was that? The Thornbirds, you know. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> Totally. You've just described this, my child. This is not our exact age. You'll just oh. be like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that's like, right. oh, God. Oh, you are an idiot. Um, um, and I'd also just like, <laughs> on behalf of Chat 10 Looks 3 Enterprises, I'd like to offer a formal apology to the poor asshole who wrote the poem that was lovely and moving that you were about to read out and that now we'll never, ever know what that was. Do you know what the other dreadful thing is too? That because I've now read I Wish I'd Looked After Me Too yeah. in its entirety, yeah, it's Jeremy's going to have yeah. to do the legals on it to find out can we actually... Oh, Pam would let us have it, wouldn't she? <laughs> probably Imagine have to pay if Pam it. was like Howard Hughes, no way, mate. We're Let's probably about to get a writ to go... like Samuel Beckett. <laughs> no, read aloud. Wish I'd after me teeth. You can't do that without paying me some royalties. No, there's probably some sort of Beckett-style kind of, you know, rules about how you have to have it lit and, like, you know... You actually have to have it's no not teeth a two-part. to read that poem. <laughs> Only toothless people are allowed to actually read that. It's got to be done exactly as, as decreed. Um, oh, oh, where can we go after Anyway, that? so the Badolf book is good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for enjoying this once-over, lightly reheated highlight of past Chat 10 Looks 3s. Where does the plural go there? Never mind. I don't know. I hope you're enjoying some downtime over the summer months. We'll see you again probably late January. 